Hi there. Welcome back. This is You, Me, and Swinging. I'm Katie. I'm Cody. And um, it's Friday. Woo! This episode is this episode's pretty late because, well, this week has just been chaos. Katie has started her second job. Oh, and yeah. I've been Making under, that money. I've been underway of getting my second job ready to go. So we do apologize that this episode has come out two days late. But, I mean, the good thing is you're getting this episode as soon as we finish recording it, basically. Oh, yeah, we're adding it right after and you need to get it right away. And what's unique is this time Katie is recording right literally 30 minutes before she has to go to work. So that's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. I'm all kind of anxious, but it's good. I'm going to get dressed and then I'm going to leave. But we're going to make this a good podcast. So let's do lifestyle update, Ben. Um, Like we said, nothing has really changed. We've just <laughs> been like Katie started her second job and she's been working all week long. Which, My other side business is also peaking up too, so more information on that later. In a later episode. Yes, in a later episode, but and then you're going to get your second job. My second job should be kicking in pretty anytime soon, as soon as they, excuse me, get me on this schedule. Hey, you want to like get your gas under control? I'm hiccuping, leave me alone. Oh, okay, sure, you're just like anus blowing air out of your mouth for no reason. And then we got Riley over here yawning riley mascot <laughs> exactly all right and so then let's get into our main topic today we wanted to touch on something we mentioned last week which was religion and sexuality yeah we said that last podcast um so religion and sexuality have really gone many directions in different religions basically and we're not going to get into every religion. Yeah, I think the one we're going to focus on is Christianity. And something that Catholics. we're more something that we're more familiar um, with, because I don't think it's right for us to speak on other religions if we don't know too much about them. We can do all the research in the world, but that still wouldn't lead us to what we. That'd be a would, really long podcast if they, we research yeah. all that. <laughs> Plus, what it wouldn't be authentic because we don't know how lots of those religions truly feel from experience. From experience, yeah. So speaking with our religious backgrounds, I was raised as a Catholic, um, but soon, I think it was around 15 or 16, I decided I didn't want to be part of organized religion. And so I became agnostic, which is, if you don't know what that is, means you do believe there is a possibility of something, but you don't acknowledge whether it is like a God or something like that. You don't believe in the Bible. I, well, I just don't. I believe there could be something out there, but I could also believe that there's not. So, And that, that's perfectly valid. You know, everybody has the right to feel their way and have their own religion of what they want or how to feel or not even have religion at all. I grew up from a Christian background. Uh, I still am Christian. So a lot of people would say that I'm not Christian and I wouldn't follow it and even that I'm not saved now blah 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 but honestly i have my own um relationship with god and on a christian base level and even though i'm agnostic i still support her for it i yes. don't criticize her or anything i've never felt it. judged by you ever i've always felt accepted it always felt accepted um we'll go questions back and forth sometimes but that's that's i love about us we can go back and forth on conversations all the time <laughs> yeah especially about religion but mm -hmm. All right. And then, so growing up as a Catholic, I was told sex was bad, basically. 
um, to wait till marriage. I'm pretty sure that's what Christianity says too, but Christianity is mm-hmm. a little bit more strict about it. Um, but as a Catholic, I was told never to have sex before marriage. And so I think that's the first thing I'll talk about is chastity, which is chastity means not having sex before marriage. Premarital relations or whatever it's called. Yeah, something like that. And that's also with Christianity too, is that you cannot have sex before. So you stay a virgin until you get married on your wedding day with the day that you get married with your spouse you can have sex and you can only have sex with that one person how realistic is that though to actually save it up till marriage i don't know many people that actually do that i've known of maybe one catholic or christian my entire life that's done that like waited completely until they got married their very first marriage i don't even know if they waited really yeah i don't know if they still do i just know that that was their plan when i was in high school with them i don't know i don't know a single person either and i got so much criticism and judgment from my family like oh if you if you have sex before you get married we're gonna be really disappointed in you i'm like but what about what about you guys oh we're different they all do it yeah it's like what one thing i'll say the reason i i got rid of or i wouldn't say got rid of changed my beliefs is because of the judgment because i didn't believe in the way lots of lots of religions look down upon sexuality and expressing sexuality and that wasn't one of the big reasons at the time but it's one that definitely rings with me right now to be able to express your sexuality well yeah i mean lots of religions look down on that like you know they think you're the devil child if you're if they were doing what we were doing with this podcast or the devil speaking to you he's in your head or something i've I've gotten those things whenever i first came out um i got those random into windows from my family members saying them out of the blue oh yeah if you're if you're thinking about the same sex in in a sexual way then the devil is really speaking to you you're you're in a bad place right now it's like no i'm not i'm actually just trying to express who i am and then you're hating on me because you don't understand it yeah lots of religions well i can at least say for catholic and christians Mm -hmm. um having non-monogamous relationships is very 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 frowned upon and i'm not saying for all catholics and christians you know there's different people and different people have different beliefs or relationships with god as katie would say but but i they it is generally frowned upon to be non-monogamous as the bible like interprets people should be have fidelity which is being with one partner there's a couple a couple scriptures i i personally can't tell you where they're at and stuff but from what I've heard from friends, family, from churches, it does indicate like, oh, you should only ha- want to desire the person that you marry. You should only want to ha- have sexual pleasure and um, share those intimacy moments with your partner that you choose to marry. And so it indicates that they're not really for non-monogamous relationships. Yeah, but I mean, to that I say, I mean, you don't have to support what we do, but I'm not every christian and catholic like are unsupportive of it i've met plenty of christians and catholics that say um and this is actually a good example like i've there was a podcast i was listening to and they had a christian on and he didn't judge any what are you laughing at (laughs) melody sneezed it was so cute i'm sorry and in that podcast the guy was saying you know the my whole point of christianity is not to judge anyone so and I found that, like, even though I'm not Christian, I still like 
took that like that's that's a big thing because he said you could you could be satanic you could be um gay you could be transgender and i still would support you because that's what a true christian is supposed to do is not judge and or look down on into anybody yeah and um he said like something about like treating people the way they would want to be treated as if they were themselves and that's one thing i that like really surprised me because i didn't know that there were there i've met lots of people like that but this guy was a priest i think and and it was surprising hearing it coming from him and we have we've had lots of religious people you know talk down on us saying that the devil's going to take us we're not going to be take saved. us and you know uh, all i all i say to that is just well i don't even believe in it so that and what's the point of doing that like what good is that going to do you looking down on someone judging Why judge them? someone hey guess what you're sinning just as much as i'm sinning every single day within if it may not be the same thing or whatever but a sinner should never judge another sinner why why waste your energy on creating negative negative energy for one person when you could instead be like accepting care give that person the care that you would anybody else and move on and give the next person care. Instead, no, you're fixated on hating this one person. Yeah, enlighten people. Po- like Give positive energy, enlighten them. Everybody is here for a reason. So what is the point for hating what they like or hating who they are? Just accept who they are and watch and be happy. That's all we want to do is be happy. I met lots of religious people that still support us no matter what. But Me too. I've met lots of that hate, absolutely hate us. <laughs> and then I wanted to talk about religion and, you know... A part of the lgbtq community which is they frown upon that too not not as much as they used to in the a lot earlier it was very frowned upon and very hated to be you know to have relations with people in the same sex but Even, right lately it's be, it's gone a lot more lax there's a lot more people for it there's a lot more churches accepting and doing weddings for same-sex marriages but Definitely, but it doesn't really change the fact of the old school generations, how they were raised to, in the churches not to approve that, not to like that. So these kids were now, our generations have been raised on the older generation and they were having such a hard time opening up with them because they were told, you know, this is not what you're supposed to do. And so they can't come out with it. And even people, even kids who go to church and they sing in choir and they do the sermons and they do everything that they're supposed to do, but they still have the liking of the same sex. And if they were to come out to their parents, their parents will still not accept it. Like what in what kind of world? Why would you want to live in that type of world? Yeah, that's I mean, that's one reason lots of people are still afraid to come out. Yeah. And I mean, as we heard with our first guest, she was afraid to come out because her family was hardcore christian and they would she was afraid they were going to you know disband them disband her from their lives and i mean nobody should have to worry about you that. struggled with that whenever you came out people yeah. were upset about it because it wasn't what god's way and all that Who who's to say what his way is exactly i mean if he if we're speaking as if i was a christian if we're his image then isn't that a little bit of his image being reflected upon us he made us like us for a reason we're just we're born how we are deal with it yeah i don't i religion is a big thing when it comes to sexuality and there's still battles every day and i mean we've only just touched on it there's so many different religions that 
There are some religions that actually do accept it. I mean, there are some religions that actually worship. There's actually worship religions towards sex. I was looking that up. Um, oh yeah, what are those called? I didn't get into the big things, but they're just sex worship. That's what it was called, sex worship religion. That's one of them. But it's the fact that they're not ashamed. It's just sex positive type situation where you're embracing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're growing up you you're told i even like i was told like masturbation is bad yeah you should never touch yourself you should never um have sex before marriage like you get punished if you got caught masturbating first off the the one thing i have is like if you can't have sex before marriage how are you supposed to know you're sexually um compatible, compatible with your partner like what if you guys get married you guys don't like the way each other have sex ends up breaking you guys up and of course sex is not about everything but like but it's a big thing when it comes to relationships um and then another thing i have is growing up hearing these things that sex is bad growing up hearing that masturbation is bad it scares people and it scares them into not knowing how to how to what is the word how to go about their sexuality whenever it gets to that point yeah express themselves not just express themselves but like how, how like here's an example like females being told their entire lives that masturbation is bad then they can't when they comes to having sex they can't figure out how to orgasm because they never got to experiment with themselves so they don't know exactly what pleases them they got shame put over on them for and no it, reason it messes people up for a long time hearing mm-hmm. stuff like that so i mean <clears throat> it really it really does and it sucks you can actually put a lot of trauma on the way that you consistently tell them. It also puts trauma on the people who are part of the LGBTQ because there's lots of people who are scared to come out because they're going to be hated by their friends and family that are Christian. They're going to be scared that they're going to be kicked out of their family. So I would want to say is like, if you are religious, if you're Christian or a Catholic and you do have that family who is really a part of wanting to be exactly to the book, but you have friends that are not to the book, be more open-minded to them and don't feel like they're judged you can't change your family but at least be more open-minded with the people around you the one thing we'll finish off with saying even though religion is still like against a lot of sexual things and sexuality and um lgbtq it's important to know that things are from what i've read getting better in that world yeah it's slowly getting better but i mean eventually i mean one thing i have hope for is that this new generation is going to change a lot of things because a lot of people that are not part of our generation are still stuck in their old mind ways a lot of us so close-minded a lot of people our generation are a lot more open-minded and i think that'll end up changing the world eventually which is what i hope for but I think that's where we'll leave it off. Religion and sexuality is just a complex subject and we can keep going on and on about it. <laughs> but we need to move on with the podcast. So what's yeah. the next thing, babe? All right. Did you want to go into our vocab or the kinkly winkly? Vocab. Vocab. Oh, yeah. All right. We're doing the vocab segment today. And I have four very large words for you that it's going to be kind of hard for me to pronounce some of them. All right. So we have voyeurism, babe the practice of watching people engaging in sexual activity um it should be done Didn't with we talk about voyeurism before hmm? no i already looked back okay voyeurism uh the practice of watching people engaging in sexual activity it should be with one 
with their consent, obviously, which is in like maybe swingers club or you're having it throwing a swinger party. Well, lifestyle parties. Lifestyle, lifestyle parties. parties. A lot of times that's what people are doing, but I've never been to one, so I can't for sure say that. But I mean, hopefully we get to go soon. I yeah, would love we're going to. Gonna... But, but until then, I mean, we've I've had voyeurism situations where I've just sat down and watched. How did you do you do you find the pleasure of watching me oh, with yeah. another person? Oh, yeah. It's still nice, especially when I don't know, especially because I could just get to watch you be pleased. So it's it's nice. So once in a while, just getting to sit out and watch. See, and, that, and that's interesting to hear because a lot of people don't hear that perspective from a voyeurism person, you know, from a person. Oh, who, yeah. I mean, I'm sure like m- people that are more into it than I am have like a different opinion and go more in depth. But I mean, I'm just I just like to sit back and watch once in a while. Like it's not all the time, but I'm not a true like voyeurism, but I enjoy having people watch us. I think that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty hot. I like it when people watch us have sex. I was going to do polyamorism. I was just going to do the the definition on the website. Go ahead. All right. Often casually referred to as an open relationship, kind of. A polyamorous relationship is one... Polyamorous. Polyamorous relationship is one in which the couple rejects the notion that sexual and intimacy... Intimate exclusivity. Oh, my God. Intimate exclusivity. Is essential for a long-term loving relationship. As such, they are open to loving a third person which each other's consent. This is often confused with swinging, but is not the same. Swinging couple may be polyamorous or vice versa, but not always. Yeah, it's 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 definitely, yeah, that's, that's a little bit more in depth where when you start developing feelings, and that's kind of what happened in the Wonder Woman movie is they were in a polyamorous relationship where they both, the husband and wife, fell in love with the student, this, mm-hmm. and then they became sort of a huge family with all four of their kids, um, and loving each other and it, it, it was it was interesting to watch but it is definitely different from swinging because swinging is just a sexual aspect and you don't get your actual notation of love or emotions. compared to polyamory where you're you're in a relationship with all three of them all three of them are in a relationship yeah exactly which we've met people like that and it's actually poly poly is being more common um tiktok yes i'm i watch tiktoks and there's a lot of people who are poly that make tiktoks that i i was kind of surprised that they'd be more open about because it is kind of frowned upon or people are confused about or think it's cheating but that's i if you you do you you know i'm not gonna judge you and what's the next one all right the next one exhibitations exhibitionism exhibitionism i said it (laughs) Yeah, the the first one you butchered. <laughs> I know. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, a couple which enjoys having sex in public for the pleasure of voyeurs, but doesn't necessarily swing. I I do. Oh, I guess that's kind of what we were talking about, voyeur. Yeah. With voyeurism, I mean, I guess the other side is exhibitionism. So we are ex. We we're, like we like both, to have. I guess a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um. I don't know. It's I mean, kind of, it's really arousing to see other people um, or having people watch you. It's it's really erotic because they see that you're getting pleased and they're they're most likely getting pleased as well because you know it's and being erotic. turned on watching and all that. So and you have that notion in and the so back why of your mind. and that you don't have for some reason all of your um, like insecurities or your flaws that you think you, that you have in your head it like goes away because you're like man these people are like watching us enjoy each other's body and really 
using it to the fullest extent. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a, I guess, another big thing that happens at lifestyle parties and stuff like that. What's the last one you got, babe? <laughs> the last one? Uh, candleism. I don't know what this one is. Candleism. All right. The pleasure of seeing your partner engage with a third person in front of you and with your consent. This could involve full sex or simply heavy petting. I don't get it. Okay. So, pleasure of seeing your partner engaged with a third person in front of you with your consent. So, it's kind of like... Kind um, of like what? Kind of like swinging, but then... Oh, okay. So it's kind of like these with cannibalism, they wouldn't have any contact. So it's basically watching your partner. You'd sit down the whole time and you're watching your partner either have full sex with this other person or just heavily rubbing each other or like um, putting your hands all over each other sexually, rubbing against each other, petting. Interesting. It I've never heard one. about that one. Yeah. I guess that's kind of like cuck holding, but that's something we'll get into in the future like we'll we'll talk about in the future <laughs> yeah that, that one's a tricky one all right and at the last topic we have is the kinky weekly topic the kinky winkly topic Woo! that was loud i'm sorry go ahead and start it off babe all right so we're gonna do it about bondage 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 so it is a kink but it is a part of the bds BDSM is an umbrella term that involves bondage. But if you're a beginner, please don't think that you need a dungeon. <laughs> With bondage, you don't need a whole chamber and stuff. We, we've done be- bondage. We've done little light. You know, I used to use ties to tie Katie up to the bed or... Yeah, so with bondage, you don't need to necessarily have the whole shabil of having intense stuff. You need a whole separate room because it is just a, because it is a part of the BDSM umbrella like branch. Um, simple stuff can start with handcuffs, uh, ties, rope, the Japanese ropes. There is very different techniques that you can do with Japanese ropes. Yeah, those ones are fun. Um, when it comes to bondage, you know, bondage can be very erotic. I mean, you're just letting go and letting the person do what they want while you're tied up. And definitely you have to be able to be submissive. You have to be able to um, you be comfortable with that, obviously. You... When you do bondage, you always want to be with someone that you're fully comfortable with. And can trust. Yes. You need to have full and complete trust with this person that no matter what, um, your stop word is your stop word. And make sure you know, no, the word no in the BDSM, even in bondage, is does not mean no. So you always need to find a different word whenever you're finding a stop word. Yeah. You should always be something different. And you should always ma- that be comfortable in, to, in it. You should never feel like scared or uncomfortable that always that comes along with communication with your partner so like oh i'm not because personally i do not like being blindfolded i absolutely hate it and one time cody did that and i was like oh you can't do that and i almost freaked out and that was my fault because he had no idea and that was even with our um our couple too they had no idea either they didn't do it but i made sure i brought it up first before that happened and it turned out to be like an awkward situation oh, yeah. and one thing you always want to make sure is that there's an easy way out you don't want bondage should never be like to where you can't where you have to like keep sitting there trying to undo a knot yeah so um should always, what is it called a quick escape or something like that you should always have a pair of surgical scissors handy to cut rope or another device that you know that can cut restraints so 
Be careful not to choose a knife, though. In the heat in the moment, it might be no good. Um, so make sure you always have something next to you that could release anything. If you can't untie a knot, you need to have a pair of scissors next to you. If you need handcuffs, have the keys next to you or make sure they're um, both partners uh, know how to completely undetach them. And that's also, um, yeah, try not to use knives. That's not really safe. And that that also goes along with never leaving your partner alone. When your partner is in that, um, if he or she is tied up or he or she is blindfolded or anything, it is not good to really leave them alone. When you guys are having that moment. No, you should always be there and have your attention on it. Because, I mean, it. Th- I've never heard of, I have actually have, yeah, but it can get out of hand sometimes. And, you know fear can happen and like you start having panic attacks want to get out fast yeah exactly and if like if your partner steps out of the room real quick and then you have like a bad flashback or you have a bad memory or dream or something and you start panicking and you can't get out that is not good so a part of that whole bondage you need to make sure you don't leave your partner alone whenever they're in that situation yeah bondage bondage can be sexy but you also need to be careful and be safe with it and be smart as long as um uh with the anatomy you have to be smart. Yeah, that's true. You can't like be too tight. You can't if you want to involve choking with your restraints, um, or with uh, choking like the gag balls. It always comes. It always comes down to communication. You always want to make sure you're communicating at all times what you're feeling, and you, like Katie said, you always want to have a, a safe word, and you want to have something that you can do a quick release nearby. I mean, but it can it can always it can range from you know like handcuffs to two ropes to uh to belts to ties. So you always want to make sure that there's a way. You always want to have a plan in case things go wrong. Yes, and that's to make them go start going right again. Safety first, please. And well, um, I think would be fun to talk about with your partner after listening to this podcast. Maybe figure out who's more of a submissive or who's more of a dominant. Yeah, there's some time. Well. I, I go back and forth. Like, swaps, I most maybe. of the time like to be <laughs> I most of the time like to be dominant, but I have I've noticed that there are times where I like to be submissive too because I've been tied up before and, and Katie's you, been tied up before and we've gone back and forth and I know that one reason I like to be submissive once in a while is because I have such control of everything in my life. Like um I'm one of the leaders of the band. I run I'm you do so a lot. You have a lot yeah, on your plate I lo- every day. I do a lot every day to where I'm in charge most of the time. I'm in charge of the bills. I'm, you know, stuff like that. And it always to where I I once in a while like to not feel like I'm in control for once. Yeah. And that's completely 100% understandable, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think you should definitely embrace that because me and him, we go back and forth and we always try to figure out ooh, who's more the more dominant and submissive it's honestly we swap back and forth most. Yeah, it doesn't have to be one set person that's doing it yeah exactly and so th- i think that would be a fun topic to talk about after this podcast once you guys get to it so remember just stay safe with it it can be sexy but it also needs to be you need to be careful oh and um something that something that a lot of people maybe not think about is aftercare afterwards make sure you take care of your partner um you don't want to make sure you treat them the same way that you treat them during sex you want to treat them how they want to be treated afterwards so yeah, if, sometimes you know to go back to cuddling or you guys watch a movie together you, after sex they don't want to be, still be dominated maybe make sure you have that full communication maybe take a shower with them afterwards get that connection back yeah not back but re like get back to real life kind of yeah 
All right. I think that's all we have today. Yeah. That was a pretty good podcast. That was a good episode. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed today. Like always, make sure and follow us, subscribe, leave a comment, give us, rate us on what you think, give us your opinions on things we can do better. We're always looking for guests. So if you guys are wanting to be guests, just message us and we'll have a couple questions on any of our platforms. We'll have like screening questions and everything, but don't forget to get, don't forget to tell your friends we're everywhere we want make you guys to listen in we make want sure you follow guys follow us on our instagram our facebook twitter, twitter. facebook <laughs> facebook twitter and instagram and they're all sh- what under you me and swinging you me and swinging and so this has been another episode i'm cody and i'm katie and this has been you me, me and swinging have a good night guys later peace Boop.